Right, welcome to the Cyclone Fanatic radio program, powered by Mechdyne. <laughs> Hi, Chris Williams. What's going on? I think this is like total total amateur hour here today. Yeah, it is. It is amateur hour a little bit. We uh we were sitting here having a conversation. All of a sudden, we realized we were supposed to be on the radio. We're going to figure this out, too. Now try and talk, Chris. Th this is what there happens we when we don't have real engineers. I was going to say, we don't have real engineers here, and we're not. No one is. Uh, but we're good now. Yeah, we got, we're, we're we got it figured go. out. We're going to do a radio show. It's the it's the Cycling Fanatic radio show, powered by our friends at Mechdyne. I, think the, I think just the cut folks. new ads for Mechdyne today. Did you? Yeah. What what did you talk about in the ads? They're, uh, they're, look, they're always looking for new engineers, IT people, all that stuff. You'll hear the ads during the program. But you should go and check out their careers page at mechdyne.com, M-E-C-H-D-Y-N-E.com. And they, they're like savages for Cyclone Fanatic content over there at, at Mechdyne. They, they love, love us. They love our content. Yeah. Can you blame them? I mean, I no. Great I content. I can't. Yeah, it is, it is great content. It's good to be. I haven't been here at Whiskey River in Ankeny for a while. Like I, it's, we've, I've had a lot of changes in my life over the last month. Right. And... It's been for the better. I've kind of um, passed a lot of work on to you. Yeah. Which I hope that you're you're doing a great job. Thank you. Hope you're enjoying it. Yeah. It's so, been good. Um, I just get to work with the kids more. Yep. That's great. Yeah. The the student becoming the teacher. Yeah. Um, but I've been spending a lot more time with my daughters, and it's been real. And it helps that Iowa State's not very good. Yeah. You know, if they were a top fifteen team, I think that it would all be. A little bit different, but right. yeah, I haven't been able to be here on a Thursday because I've been either being straight dad mode, or we had a benefit last week. There's just been a lot of stuff, and yeah. I'm doing a lot more on the business side and the sales side now. So this was a lot of fun. I'm glad that I got to come out here on a Thursday. Yeah, I was thinking about this earlier today. When the last time you and I even did Football. any sort of po it, it was, I think the the post mortem podcast oh, from the hotel bar in Orlando was the last time we did a podcast. That was together. a fun podcast. So yeah, in for the KX and O audience that may not have even heard that, one you should subscribe to our Cyclone Fanatic podcast. Rate and review five stars, please. No doubt. The don't leave a review if you're not going to give us the, five stars. The always growing Cyclone Fanatic podcast network feed. And uh, so, anyways, we. Everybody was fried after that Camping World Bowl. Yeah. And we found just this random, like, hotel bar. I mean, and, it was my hotel, so it wasn't well, really. But it, it's a random place to just set up your oh, equipment well, yeah. and do Absolutely. a show. Yeah. Which is what I love about it. Yeah. People were looking at us. Oh, like, they're like, who are these clowns? Yeah. We're passing the microphone back and forth to each other. We're literally, like, ordering beers from the bartender yeah. in the middle of the show. Yeah. The post-mortem pods are the best. I love the postmortem. Love me some postmortem. Our one we did in Tulsa last year was was better when I st I stopped it in the middle to say that our pizza was there. <laughs> yeah, that was a good time. No, uh, yeah. but anyways, for real, like my I really after we all got fired and came back, I was like, I'm making some changes. Like I'm wholesale changes. Like I'm not going to work seventy hours a week anymore. I'm just not. And I've slowed down. You you have you've cut two hours of. Live radio out. 
I have. You're doing that for me now. Yeah. Which is awesome. And then you and cut it's out good for you. Cut out this hour. So really, you went from working seventy hours to sixty-seven hours. No, like, but it's it's a different type of work. Like when you're doing the business and the sales yeah, stuff, it's yeah. not nearly as much twenty-four-seven, three sixty-five. Right. But what it's also done is it's freed me up to work on some other projects that that are within our company. Uh, it's like one fanatic that y'all will be hearing about here. Transfer you part three. Uh, no, I'm, I, I'm not tackling any more of those. We failed miserably on both of ours. You know, we didn't finish either one of those. Yeah. Like, so. Like, I mean, I could finish it. It's just, I just I, it's yeah. too much work and maybe it takes I'll have way the time too much now. time. I actually, um, I do, I, I'm, I am excited about a project. I haven't even really told you about this, but, um, Steph Copley, who does the title nine podcast yeah. on our network, she's been wanting, she has an idea of like a writing series that she wants to do and I'm going to help her cause it's. It's a story that I've wanted to tackle for years, but I don't have the time to do it because it's such a big story. Mm-hmm. And I always say, I'll just give it a little tease. All the players that died under Dan McCarney. Oh, yeah. I wanted to do a podcast series on that, but it's just, it is such a massive undertaking. Right. There's so many guys. There's so many guys right. who are gone. And so we're going to work on that. And I, I'm excited to do some long form writing. I'm, I'm really excited for spring football, believe it or not. I think that. I think that, you know, last year was... I don't know, man. You're stepping up on Rob Gray's block, the long forms. The long that's, forms. That's stuff. okay. There's there's room for everybody. You, you might have to fight him. I Come on. We all know that I can't hold a pin to <laughs> Rob Gray when it comes to that stuff. But I just... No, I, I think that I'm... I like where everything's going. It's it's good. How how has Bloom been? Is is he been okay when he comes here on Thursday nights? Yeah, I mean, he's been all right when he shows up. Mm-hmm. You know, Bloom is a world traveler. He's all over the place. He's he's whether he's in Los Angeles, I think he said he's in Kansas City. He's in this, Kansas City today. Today, where where we will be, just about a month from Are today. Are you going? Actually, well, yeah. <laughs> just kidding. Won't you be there too? I'm doing the women's tournament. That's what I thought. Yeah. I mean, I knew you were doing the women. I'm gonna be with the ladies. Uh, during I got March. credentialed for the women too. Good. So Yeah, I'm gonna um, figured I might as well extend my stay past Wednesday since it seems like that's as long as I would have been there if I just covered the men. You know, and it it, it too, Jared. Like I, I really I want to do more things that I just really enjoy. I love calling women's games. Yeah, like, I, I love it. If I if I could make enough money to just call women's basketball, I probably would. I love calling their games. I love Finley's a damn wizard, by the way. Yeah, he that is. team has no business being where it is they have and they have responded those girls have just i mean it's been a fantastic thing to watch up close so yeah man if we were smart radio guys we would have got bill finley on the program today probably still could i'm sure we could yeah yeah i'm sure we could (laughs) he might even be listening coach if you are 515-284-5966 we'd love to talk to you great win last night at texas yeah uh but no that's uh yeah it's but it it is good to be back here i love this bar um we're gonna try and do a game watch here next next um saturday I think for the TCU game, or is no, that right? for the next road game, whatever it is. Well, Kansas is on Monday. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> um, yeah, the next Saturday road game. I ain't throwing. Oh, a that's game. not TCU. I'm Oklahoma not, State two weeks from now. Yeah, I'm not throwing a game watch for Kansas. That's probably a good call. I, I mean, I I love Joe and the crew here at Whiskey River, and I I wouldn't do that to them. They would need a lot of apple pie, made, uh, a lot of apple pie <laughs> shots made uh, made yeah. for that one. I We'd, feel really. I feel really bad. I don't know, did you listen to me and Ross today? I did. I listened to the first. Yeah, I feel really bad minutes. talking like this because it's like I don't want them to be this bad. Yeah, it's just being realistic, honestly. No, I know, but like I don't want to be mean about it. No, I mean, you know it, what? Because yeah. they're trying. Like I actually thought their effort in the first, well, the 
defensively was pretty, pretty, pretty bad. Pretty bad in the second half last yeah. night. Yeah, but um, you know, like that's what sucks the most about the Tyrese deal to me is when you looked at like he hadn't lost the team. Mm-hmm. Like you saw that against Kansas State, like they were grinding. Yeah. Um, and like a lot of their winnable. Now we had ruled out the tournament; they weren't going right, dancing right. anything like that. But a lot of their winnable games were still to come. Yeah, they could have gotten to maybe seven wins. I don't know, maybe six wins. Maybe I don't know, like whatever that number is. Yeah. But it's it certainly would have been higher than it is now. Right. And now, like I just I worry. Like I don't. I'm not. I'm not even saying like oh, how many games will they win? It's like how many games can they be competitive in? Yeah. Is my bigger question: Is Texas this weekend? Is can they be competitive against Oklahoma State on the road in this group? Texas I, did just lose to Baylor by seven points the other day, but they will be without um, the the big guy Jericho Sims. Apparently, he's got a back injury that they don't know if he's going to be really? available. I saw that today. John Rothstein tweeted that out. Interesting. So John Rothstein was good for something. There you go, John. For maybe the maybe uh, I won't want to say the first time, but. Uh, no, it is, this is what I was talking about with Ross on Tuesday night was just – that's what I was talking about with Ross on Tuesday night, just that, you know, because he's trying to ask me all these, like, basketball questions. How do you how do you handle the ball without Tyrese? How, what do you do with this? Who do you put at the point guard? And I'm like – I looked at him and I was like, Ross, it, it doesn't matter, dude. Like, I'm, I'm just going to be straight with you. No. And I hate to say that, you know? I know. I hate to say that, but it's like when you – I don't know that there's a guy in the time that I've been covering Iowa State that if you take the one guy off of a team, it's like you're like, man, they, there's no way that they can bounce back from that. No, I, this I, is the first guy. He's the most valuable player I've ever covered yeah. on, a, on a team. Well, I mean, you think about he's, if not your best scorer, he's your second best scorer. He's the he, best. Scorer. He's the best scorer, but he just doesn't score the same he's volume just, as some of those other guys. It's not natural for him to like be like, oh, I'm going to take right. over. He's your best passer. He's no your doubt. best off-ball defender. He was he's getting... one of your best rebounders. Yeah, he, He's like, you take all that out, and you're like, man, who is going to pick up any of that slack? And that's where I thought was what I thought was kind of, it wasn't funny, but it was one of those things that I kind of chuckled at last night when, during the telecast, whoever it was that was doing color right at the beginning of the second half, he said, man, Iowa State's not having much trouble scoring, but they are having trouble hanging on to the basketball. And I was like, yeah, so they can put the ball in the basket, but they can't yeah. do anything else. They can't keep it long enough to put the ball in the basket, well, and that's where you miss Tyrese Halbert. That's the thing about um, last night that I only did a five-minute instant reaction. Cause like, even, yeah. I, what, do you, what do you say? What do you say? But, yeah. like, the biggest, like, takeaway I had was they hit nine threes and lost by 30. Yeah. Like, nine threes right. for this team. They shot like, 50% in the first half. Nine threes for this team is some of those – teams five years ago hitting like 15 in a game right you know like that's a lot for this team yeah and they lost by 30 yeah and it's just it <laughs> you, you see what i'm saying no like, yeah i mean i i definitely get it and it's but it's like you look at that first half and i'm looking at the statistics just the shooting statistics and i'm like dude if they if they had had half as many turnovers they're up 10 yeah. right now and they were down four because they had nine turnovers in the first half. And I was just like, man, like they're putting the ball in the basket when they can actually shoot it, yeah, yeah. you know? And 
you know, you see Caleb Grill finally come in and hit a shot. They fired, fired, up, the fired up the grill. Fired up, fired up, the, grill. up the grill last night. Somebody grill. brought the charcoal. The grill, uh, you took the cover off and it lit right up last night, baby. Yeah. It went two a, for two from three. Good solid, uh, good solid grill last night. Went two for two from three. He was, uh, I think he was three for four from the field. This is a career, career game for Caleb Grill. Uh, what's, what's not, why not play him at the point? Seriously, why not? Like, Chris, and I don't say this to be mean. Why not? To, I don't. Again, I don't want to be mean. Prentice like, Nixon had but five bro, turnovers. Like, like I, you, every time Caleb Grill dribbles the basketball, I, I'm scared. I know. I get it. But my my greater point is, like, why not run Mike Jacobson at the point? <laughs> no, I again, and this comes off, and this is what I don't want to do. Is comes off as us being mean. We're not. But, like, I, I, I think I could make an argument that Caleb Grill, like, we haven't seen him that he could be a better point guard than Prentice Nixon. Yeah, I mean, I don't know that I can argue that. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? And it's like you – and I I was thinking about it. It's like, man, do you put Razier there? But you but he's been so good scoring off the ball. Do you yeah, want to take him exactly. – do you want to put the ball in his hands more and put that m- more responsibility on him? Like that. But that's what I'm saying. Like, you, there is no way to just replace Tyrese. You know, fire up the grill. No, enough joking about that. Like the the. This the is con- why Steve Prohm is paid what he's paid this to is figure what, this out, and this is why the man is going gray. Yeah, and the, there's two realities of this, and it can be both things. They've been neutered by the NBA, no doubt about that. But they've also missed on a lot of recruits. Yeah, that middle of that roster that you would have hoped. You know, after THT goes and after Lindell goes, you would hope that, you know, and the fans are the. I get you guys love Terrence Lewis, but did you see those two dunks last night in Oklahoma? Yeah. You know, like they're. You you would hope that. Well, like, it's not hard to understand why Terrence has correct. not been on the floor. But some people don't much. get it. Some yeah. people don't get yeah. it. Go to our Facebook page. Oh no, I'm I get it. Um, like that. Remember, like I was the one that was Zion, fighting back at yeah. why we weren't fighting with Steve Prohm about why Terrence Lewis wasn't yeah. on the floor. You know, like, I don't think Zion's probably quite where anybody thought. Yeah. Um, Second highest rate of recruit in that class. Yeah. There's a lot. I don't. I don't blame him. Like on. Uh, and Tyler, yeah, we'll take Nathan's call. Give us a second. Like it's the you know Trey Jackson and Caleb Grill. I'm not. I don't think you could expect them to be much more than what they are right now. No, and like I used this example the other night uh, when I was on with Prome and um, John Walters on the coaches show. Nas Long wasn't Nas Long until his junior year, really. Like it was middle of his sophomore year, we were like, "Oh, this kid might have a shot." He wasn't very good as a freshman. No, I mean I know he wasn't very good, Man. but I'd have to look go back and look at what the numbers were. Oh, there he, his sophomore year, he came on pretty middle strong. of his sophomore year when they started fifteen and zero. That it was during r- that stretch. I remember the Oklahoma State game, the triple overtime win, when yeah. Naz was like, "Okay, there might be something here." Yeah, um, but it was really his junior year where he was consistent in. Right, yeah. um, Matt Thomas is the same way. Like there, we have like this idea in our brain of what a lot of these guys were. At the end, remember when Matt started, and like he was getting killed. But let's not. I mean, Matt was still like a thirty-five percent three-point shooter. I bet if we went and looked at the numbers, I'll pull like, those up. He, I, Matt was not. Matt didn't go one for I'm not, seventeen to correct. start. I'm his, not comparing my my, you know. my. But my greater point, the point I'm making, 
is that we've seen really good players yeah. play meaningful minutes as freshmen, and they you're, you're just like, okay, right? Right. My point with and Matt Thomas was the highest-rated shooter Iowa State had ever seen. Oh, I'm not disagreeing with you. And, and yeah. Caleb Grill and Trey Jackson are not that. Yeah. So, like, the fact that they are struggling shouldn't really surprise anybody. They no. shouldn't be getting these minutes. Right. They're not ready for these minutes. Right. But they have to have them. And, like, and you look around and, like, it, this shouldn't, like, they've missed on some middle-of-the-roster recruits. Yeah. And that's the issue right now. It's not I, – I don't think it's much more than that. It's yeah. like you had Tyrese. If you would have had THT another year, the whole thing's different. Lindell was probably – Is it, though? Oh, I think that they're – yeah, I think that early on – But but if you get Ty, uh, THT back, you probably don't get Rashier. Like – so I don't know. Was that I don't know, but like, do you think that they would have gone out? They had four people in that recruiting class, so it's not like they would have had another scholarship to go out and get Rajir. Yeah, I don't know. That's a that's a really good question. So it's know. just we like a domino callers. effect. Oh, we have three callers. Okay, yeah, we uh, fired up the grill and we fired up the phone lines. Who's who? Are we taking first, uh, Nathan? Yeah, let's talk to Nathan. You're on Cyclone Fanatic Radio. We are we're presented by Mechdyne. Nathan, if you're a if you happen to be a mechanical engineer, you should give Mechdyne in their um, jobs page of you. How are you today? Hey guys, yeah, I, I was I wanted to call in about the Prentice Nixon comments that you guys were making. I mean, honestly, I'll be I, I was nervous about this team from the very get go when I found out that Prentice Nixon was going to be the starting point guard. I, I've followed him since high school. He played. AAU ball with my brother and also played against him. And when I found out he was transferring over here, it was an absolute nightmare situation. Like, really super nice kid, but the guy is not a starting point guard at a Big 12 college. Um, I, I would highly recommend anybody to, to go back and, and really look at some of those, you know, how he got recruited where he did and why he got transferred out and everything. Um, but that was really the, the end of the season when I thought he was going to be starting, uh, in my opinion, at least. In yeah. fairness, he wasn't supposed to be the point guard, but yeah, yeah I get, I understand yeah, your point. We're talking about after, Nathan. We're, I hope you understood. We were talking about when Tyrese went down, um, but yeah, uh, whatever. You, <laughs> your you your seem, point does yeah. still stand true. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. not a big, but that's big the situation this roster's in. Yeah, and that's why I'm saying like, somebody has to. Be I don't know. Guard. Like at this point, they just lost by thirty to Oklahoma. A 41-point swing from the first game. Yeah. Why the hell not play somebody different on Saturday? Like, I don't, I don't think – I think we know – thank you, Nathan, too, by the way. appreciate your phone call. Um, I think we Carter know – Carter Booth was like a 25-point-per-game score at Central just, Decatur. Now you're just being mean. No, I'm just being honest. He was. Why not let – I'm not even saying – I don't know. Like, Trey Jackson isn't really a point guard. No. I think Grill at some point thought he might be a point guard in college. I don't know. Give him some run. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not even saying. I mean, no, I get, I get where. You, I, but this my, is this is like the thing. Don't you want to see what, what he's do we talk got? about basketball questions with? I mean, he's like, I yeah, asked you last well, night. I was like, yeah. what do we analyze here? Well, what yeah. is there's no analyst analysis to do. Cyclone Fanatic Radio. We're at Whiskey River. Uh, Who else we got here? Whiskey, please. <laughs> Who else we got? Uh, Bruce. Is this uh, my old friend Bruce? I've been talking to for 15 years on the air. It is. Hey, Bruce, uh, you, what's up, buddy? You're old, you're old enough to remember J.C. Holloway, aren't you? I yeah, I called a game with him in Oregon this year. Uh, we we went go. out to Oregon State and called the game together. Oh, yeah, he's oh, a good friend. I, I, 
Oh, I bet he's a great guy. Great guy. He he you. is he is salt to the earth. I can tell you that. Um, I'll bet he is. But we, wasn't you Stacy his coach? I, I or no, he's a it? Floyd guy. Floyd. I think. Yeah, yeah. he's okay. a Floyd guy. All right. Yep. Well, anyway, he wasn't supposed to be the starting point guard the first year that he was the starting point guard, and then Floyd would say the next year that he was trying. You know, Floyd said every year I try to recruit over him because I didn't see how he could be my starting point guard. Because remember, he wasn't very tall. He didn't have a true jump shot. It was more like Halliburton's part push, you know, abbreviated jump shot. He wasn't quick. He wasn't big. He wasn't strong. He didn't do anything really well. The only thing he did really well was play point guard. And every year, Floyd would try to recruit over him, he said. And and every year, he would beat the other new guy out. So we we just need a J.C. Holloway right now. Maybe that's the grill. Whoever that is. It could be. I don't know. I hope it's somebody. Well, they had a pretty good one named Tyrese Halliburton. Oh, um, I know they did. Oh, yeah, Bruce, it's a it's a rough deal, man. No, I I, I appreciate J.C. Holloway as much as you do, man. He's and oh, he, yeah. uh, he was... I got to it was cool, Bruce. I so I grew up watching him, right? And I um I got to sit next to him on the flight all the way out to Oregon and spend some time with him. And he, he's now a a state championship winning high school basketball coach in Kansas. They're really uh, his teams are always loaded down there. He was coaching JUCO for a while, and now he landed in the high school game. So he's he's doing well, good work. That's not surprising at all, is it? Nope, not at all. Thank you, Bruce. Always good to hear from all you, right. bud. We got one more. Do you, we, yeah, let's talk. We don't have to worry about traffic in the six o'clock hour. No, so we can. Uh, who who we got now? RJ. RJ, welcome to the program. How are you? Hey guys, how's it going? Uh, the the thing that um, the thing that I've kind of thought about this. I mean, you have Prentice Nixon out there who's good at defense, right? I mean, he that's kind of what his thing. He is, is a good defender, yes. Okay, when you lose by thirty, I think you might need to worry more about the offense. I know that defense. I mean, it's just now RJ. Let, can I point one thing out to you though? Like, let's just have an intellectual basketball conversation here. All right, let's do it. Um, <laughs> that was funny. Um, they made nine threes last night. They they gave up ninety one points. I mean, I I think that right, they're just but, bad on both ends. Okay, <laughs> to be yeah, honest, I, I, totally, I no, I totally, I totally agree. How many? I don't have. I didn't see the stats from last night. But what was the? Do you guys have any idea what the turnovers were? I mean. I, they had 15 turnovers. Yeah. Me, I know that it's probably um, it's probably over-accentuated, but I just feel like Prentice has been a turnover machine anytime he gets his hand on the ball. That's, I mean, I probably am off base with that a little bit. It's probably not nearly as bad as I think it is, but it just kind of seems that way to me. So it's like maybe get somebody – because, you know, you turn the ball over, you're going to give up those fast breaks. Transition opportunities that are hard to stop. Yeah, that's a good point. You know, yeah, it's, I, I if you're going to have a guy out there that's going to be turning the ball over, you maybe just you know have somebody else get more minutes. And then the second, the other thing that I was just going to say is, you know, it's, I never quite understood how teams like LSU or I'm pretty sure it was like Washington the year that LSU with Simmons and Washington with Fultz, they they didn't like make the NCAA tournament or whatever. It's I understand now how you can have just like yeah. one fantastic player and then just, I mean, and then 
nothing, no high form whatsoever coming it, off today. It's just, that's it's a just, really good point, RJ. I can appreciate that. Totally, totally agree with you, man. Thank you for the call, buddy. Appreciate it. In fairness, that LSU team, I think, had two other guys who are pros now. So I think you can put a little bit more on the. I was the, trying to the coaching of that team than I, what you can. I don't know if you heard my debate with Kent Condon yesterday. Uh, I heard, I heard you talking about how the line was blasphemy. It was, and I and I was. And you right. said to bet your mortgage payment on it. Correct. Um, and I was right, and a lot of people made money off of that. Hopefully. Um. I don't think there's another scenario like this where you have a top 15 a lottery pick on a team that was probably going to win like five, six games maybe in its league, and then you take it away. But here's the thing, too. I don't know. Like, People in the NBA even say... but it's, It happened before, but I'm yeah, looking no. around the league this year. But, but the difference like between Ben Simmons and Markel Fultz, it, when those guys were coming out, is everybody fully expected them to be like all-stars. Ben Simmons is an all-star, yeah. you know. I mean, Markel Fultz was horrible those years in Philadelphia, but he's, you know, kind of turned it around a little bit now that he's got to change his scenery down in Orlando. So the thing with Tyrese now is, like, I don't think anybody out there, even if he goes fifth overall in the draft, I don't think anybody thinks, like, oh, this guy's me an all-star. No. You know, those guys were the number one picks in the draft. He's going to be, I'm telling you, right? I, he'll be the second to third best player on a team. He'll be, I, I hope he ends up in Golden State. I hope so, too. That'd, That'd be, be perfect. Perfect for him. I mean, just distribute it to those guys. Well, think those two He'll guys. Win rings. Think about those two guys. You get, uh, you got Wiggins, Wiggins and Draymond and ha- Tyrese. That's like the death, that's the, the death lineup 2.0. He is the perfect point guard for that team, and they've watched him like four times this year. Yeah. Anyways, um, we probably better, we need to give a shout out to our friends at Carl Chevrolet. Absolutely. First of all, if you're looking to buy a newer pre-owned vehicle, a certified pre-owned vehicle, Carl right. Chevrolet. At exit 90 at the Rock in Ankeny. Hey, right Tyler. Carl Chevrolet Stewart. Tyler, can you play the breaking news sounder? Do you know how to do that, man? You got it right there? Maybe not. Nope. It's okay. It's, it's not on your guys' wall anymore. Uh, <laughs> probably they, got deleted in yeah, the... Yeah, probably deleted it when they fired In us. the purge, yeah. Um, We're making a Cyclone Fanatic truck. We're making a Cyclone Fanatic truck? With Carl Chevrolet. Wow. That's going to be big time. So instead of driving in the big thing that we drove to Tulsa, we'll be in the Cyclone Fanatic We're going to have truck. a Cyclone Fanatic truck. Man. In the process. Daddy of, likes, as, as Chris yeah. Williams would say. Eggplant emoji. In the process of creating a rap right now, we're going to have a Cyclone Fanatic truck. Are you writing the rhymes? or? Excuse me? You're, you're creating no, a rap. rap. W-R-A-P. <laughs> All right, take us to break. All okay. right. We'll be back on the Cyclone Fanatic radio program powered by Mechdyne on Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 FM and 1460 KXNO AM. At iowaport.org. This is Iowa State Athletics Director Jamie Pollard, and you're listening to Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO. Welcome back to the Cyclone Fanatic radio program, powered by Mechdyne on the Moines Sports Station, 106.3 FM, Got that 1460 AM, KXNO. I don't think you need to say AM. I don't know. It's hard. I, I don't can't know. figure I, out the like, nobody's right. Nobody's ever told me. I don't know. Yeah, I can't figure out the the right cadence with that. Like, Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO, rolled off so perfect, you know? 106.3 FM. All right, let's continue this basketball conversation. Okay, what do you want to know? 
I don't know. I'll what, give you some answers. I don't know. What, <laughs> oh, you got, you got all the answers? I don't have any answers. I've been very open about that. Well, I don't have any answers either. I don't know. Like I, I do. Th- uh, well, um, let's throw Bill Finley and the ladies a bone. Yeah. Jeez, he's got them playing lights out right now. Yeah, dude. They. Huh. They don't have. I mean, Ashley Jones is is. She's one of the best players in the country. Ridiculously good. Yeah, I think they had her ranked twenty first best she, player in the country by dude, ESPN she's, today. Like I. If Connor Ferguson's listening, do the Ashley Jones versus Bridget Carlton at this point in their career story. Yeah, Bridget had some different people around her. I know, but I'm saying, like, Ashley's stats have to be exponentially better than Bridget's at this point in her career. Yeah, but, uh, like, this would be their... You know, you, I, I understand. Saying, I understand what I'm you're saying. saying. Do I'm the saying, story. Let's uh, do the story. All right, Con- I'll, here. I'll text him right now. I'll sign it to him. Connor, I want. I want. Uh, <laughs> let's, let's I want 1,100 words. Dude, on. she's averaging a double double. Yeah, yeah. Been over 20 points a game. She's insane. And did it last night with the with one shoulder that like is it's hardly crazy. even in its socket. Yeah, she's she, basically running around like Buzz she, Lightyear in she, Star in uh, in not Star Wars Toy Toy Story. She gets the ball and like is immediately triple teamed. Yeah, like it's crazy. Yeah. They have no business being where they are, and Bills coach the hell out of them, and they have responded. Like, Adriana Camber, like, she's one of the most valuable players on the team right now. She was barely playing at the beginning of the season. Well, you know, the thing I think that makes them so good is that there is no reliance. Like, as good as Ashley is, mm-hmm. it's not just where they throw the ball to Ashley and it's like, watch, watch Ashley do something. I would agree. I covered them on Saturday, and that's what I was taking back. Like, that's what I was surprised to see is it's like they just play – Really well as a team together. Yeah, they really do. Even though one of one person is pro, is marked or like by is the best player by a decided margin. You know, there were times with Bridget where they would just throw the ball to Bridget, and it's like let Bridget do something. Mm-hmm. And there's not that dynamic with this team. Everybody's always moving. They're always doing things. And you know, the thing, the thing with with Bridget and and Ashley, the difference I think is that when. Bridget was a sophomore. She had Jada, and she had Shauna Johnson, and, you know. I mean, Shauna's, like, one of the top ten scorers in school history, and then Bridget ends up as the second all-time leading scorer it's in school different. history. Yeah. I, I, yeah. So it, there's – But, but, I could but also, that, that I'll say, too, I think this team has a chance to probably have more postseason success than what that one did. Yeah, I think that this team's probably, like, a first – It's they're probably a – I don't know. They play like they did last night. I shouldn't say that. I don't want to put a ceiling on them because. Would it surprise you if they played against Baylor for the Big Twelve title in Kansas City? No, no, that's what I'm saying. No, I mean I, I think that there are some matchups in this league that make it hard for them. Like I don't know if, if they can beat West Virginia in Kansas City. We'll see. But with that crowd that's going to be down there, yeah, and the men are going to be out, you know, just calling a spade a spade. Um, I don't know. Like who knows? But I. I Whatever, I just think getting this team to the tournament's a huge win. Yeah. Like, I I, I would have, if you would have asked me before the season, I would have said they're probably on the outside looking in this year and you're rebuilding because next year they're loaded. Right, like they're bringing that. a bunch of people in, bringing everybody that, back, a lot of people back at least. Best recruiting class in program history. McDonald's All-American. Yeah. Um, shooters, like, they're loaded next year. Espen Miller-McGraw is, like, think of the leap she can take from – and then you got all these role players, like Wise and like who, who are going to be seniors and yeah, Kristen Scott, like for like, she she was hurt for half of this year, you know, like so like next year, 
get your get your women's season tickets now. They're going to be a top fifteen team next year. I really think they will be. I yeah, I, I believe you. They're going to be picked behind Baylor in the Big Twelve next year. Yeah, I, I mean I can see it. Yeah, I mean, Oklahoma will be good. You, They're really you lose young. AD, right? That's about it from this team. Yeah, and uh, Inez. And Inez, yeah, yeah, she. I don't even hardly remember her playing on Saturday, but she played. She played, and, yeah. yeah, she, she played. played some minutes. Yeah, uh, no, I mean, when you've got someone like that's the crazy thing is Jones is probably going to put up crazy statistics this year, and then they, her numbers probably won't be as good as a junior or senior. I would think. No, but she. I mean, you bring her sister in. Yeah, but she set herself up though, where she can ju- just maintain. Yeah, or, you know, and and as far as the productivity efficiency goes, and she's going to be probably the. Leading score in the history of the program. Seriously? Yeah. It can be really close. That's why I want Connor to do the story. Let's figure it out. All right. Uh, I mean, some of those gals from Finley's early years are really, but Bridget was right in that conversation. Well, yeah. yeah and I'm she saying was. that I think that Ashley, at this point in her career, would be ahead of Bridget. So she's going to be yeah. in that mix. Listen, we're a year and a half into her career, but. I'm sorry, like you can see it, and she ain't leaving early. That doesn't happen in the women's game. What's your Sabrina? She even she didn't leave early. I'm telling you that at this time in two years, we're gonna be sitting here having like oh the Ashley Jones senior days coming up, and is she gonna be the leading scorer in program history? So what you're saying, she's the next women's basketball number to go in the Raptors? Oh yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know if she's the next. Bridget, well, no, Bridget I mean, Bridget will, be, will go up first. But well, and Lindsay might, like, whoever from that era before will go up. But you're, you're saying, like, that we're seeing on. Yeah, yeah. seeing play right now. Yes. Yeah. I, I, barring injuries and all that stuff that you can't control. Yeah. She is. I remember the first time I watched Ashley play, it was at a practice preseason last year before she'd ever played a game, and it was obvious. Like, she. <laughs> Hit like six threes in a row. Well, and the crazy thing is that some She's, people say her sister's better. Her sister's different. They're, they're different players. They're, her sister's probably a better pure shooter than Aubrey, she is. Aubrey, right? Aubrey, Aubrey yeah. yeah. Uh, Ashley would probably be the more physical of the two. Uh, it, always interesting with these women's basketball players when they get to college, they don't know how to play defense. Yeah. Because they, as, as Coach Finley likes to put it, like when you're – that good of a women's college or high school basketball player, they don't want you to get in foul trouble. So you just stand mm-hmm. out there and shoot all the time. You don't play defense. So then you get here. I remember Ashley, She uh, it was a similar story to like Matt Thomas. Like She'd hardly played man-to-man. And, and look at her now. You yeah. know. So uh, I think Aubrey's probably going to be more of a stand around the perimeter and chuck the threes when you get open. But that's probably what Ashley should be doing right now. But she's taken on such a massive role with this team. So really, if we think about it, two years from now, I could be the dude. They could be I, like the big year. I think that we're yes. I think we are setting ourselves up right now for a return of elite level of Iowa State women's basketball that we haven't seen in quite some time. Could going be fun. Back, going back to the Allison Lacey, you know, when they they went to the Elite Eight that year. But even before that, with Stacy Freeze and those teams and Angie Welly, like I think that I don't want to jinx. Man, the Finleys are going to kill me if they hear this because now I'm just getting everybody so fired up. Right. But 
from I don't my, think it takes much to fire up the women's basketball crowd, though. They're always fired. From where I sit, I think Finley's a better coach than he ever has been. And I, I think he's going, more motivated, it seems like. when I, I've been going to his game him. since 2003 is when I started. They, oh, went to the, they went to the NIT that year. So I missed a lot of the glory stuff before, and I, I fully admit that. I think right now he's a better coach than he's ever been since I've been watching. He is a damn wizard. Watch, watch his out-of-bounds plays. Unbelievable. I want somebody at Iowa State to crunch, to, to figure out scoring rate on out-of-bounds plays in Bill Finley's career. Or, it, g- give me something to chew on. It's elite. I bet it's 75%. It's Bruce Weber elite? <laughs> Bill Finley, Bruce Weber couldn't hold on to Bill Finley's jockstrap, okay? <laughs> Bill Finley could absolutely coach in the men's game. There's no doubt. Oh, he mind. absolutely could. No, I'm not laughing. I'm, I'm just Dude, they, I was just joking. I, I I think from like now through the next couple, yes, the yeah. next three years, I think that this whole thing goes back to like what Iowa State women's basketball was in like 1999. Yeah. Where they were drawn as many as the men some night. You know, during the – I feel like if uh, if me and Coach Fennelly sat down and had a few pops, we'd we'd be like Jay Jordan sitting around with the beer bottles, or I mean the pop bottles, uh, diagramming plays. Man, so it was we were flying back from Alabama this year. I don't think Coach will mind me telling the story, and I because they had just rolled Alabama, and I it's one of my things I talk about when I call their games all the time. They're out of bounds plays. I love it. Like it's and I asked him, I was like, do you keep track of that? And he's like, yeah, we do. And I go, like, why? Like, where did this all come from? And I was sitting with Lindsey Finley. He's the leading assist getter in the program. Second. Nikki Moody's first. <laughs> just, just for clarity. In my mind, Lindsey's the leading assist <laughs> okay, getter. Okay, no, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. And um, not to take anything away from Lindsey, I was just, I was, for, there's someone out there who would tweet at us and tell yeah, us we were wrong. You're right. And he's like, in the women's game, I treat it like special teams in football. Because, especially now with quarters. Like, think about how many more times in a year you're going to have inbounds. Yeah. And if you can be X amount better than your... It's simple analytics. You know? It's it's like, it's like it's kind of like the difference in having a 60% field goal kicker and a 90% one. I win a lot more games. And Lindsay credits her father-in-law for her assist record because like half of them were so damn easy. She just inbounded it and people made shots. Yeah. You know, it, he, I was telling you like, watch it when you go to a game, they're inbound plays are there. It's simple wizard. It, it, he's a wizard. He is a wizard. I mean, I'm not disagreeing with you. I, you're trying to act like I'm disagreeing. I'm trying to act like anything. I'm just making the point. All right. We need to take another break. Probably should. Yeah. And then we'll talk. I, I don't know what we're going to talk about. Maybe we'll talk about Monte Morris last night. Maybe we'll talk about Matt Thomas being a 99% three-point shooter on open shots since he joined the Toronto Raptors. When we come back on the Cyclone Fanatic radio program, powered by Dine on Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 and 1460 KXNO. River in Ankeny. Welcome back. Cyclone Fanatic Radio, powered by Mechdyne. Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3. 
1460 FM and 1460 KXNO. I'll get it one of these days. I'll figure sure out will. the right the right way to say it. Chris, I don't know if you were watching the NBA last night, but there's a new king in the league. Yeah, Monte Morris. I saw that. Yeah, Monte Morris has drilled take, that take, three, taken the crown right in LeBron's grill. Stole it right off of LeBron James's head. And then you know what he did? He, he waved it right in his face all the way back to the bench. If you were starting a team right now for the next 15 years in the NBA. Don't ask this question. Who would you pick? Monte Morris or LeBron James? Yeah. For the next 15 years? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. The fact that LeBron might be the MVP of the NBA right now and, uh, and he's 32 <laughs> years old, maybe I would take LeBron. I'd take LeBron, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, did you see the dunk that he had? Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, oh, man. I thought he was going to pull the hoop down. He was so angry. Yeah. He was so angry at Monte. Monte got in his grill, man. Monte was He in, didn't even get in his grill. Monte, like, Monte, was, Monte was in LeBron James's head. If we're going to be honest, though, Monte said what he needed to say, and then Monte got out of there as fast as he oh, yeah. possibly could. He was Mon- like, I'm out. I'm Monte done. Monte was like me in college. Yeah. When I was with my football player friends and like a fight started right. out at the bar, I would go and just like... Talk my smack and get out. He's like, I'm going to let Jokic and Paul Millsap and those guys get my back here. I'm not going to not gonna uh, stick around long enough to find out what the king wants to do. You'll appreciate this. So I, I have my collection of Cyclones mm-hmm. in the NBA jerseys. Matt Thomas jersey and Naz Mitra long jerseys expected to arrive tomorrow. Oh, nice. Have you gotten your Mariel Shayok Philadelphia 76ers not, that's yet? That's the last one. I, I don't have a Mariel one yet because he hadn't played when I put this order in. He just got in the game. Yeah. So I'll have to do that. I always wait for Fanatics to have a sale of some sort where I can, and then I. Cause well, it, that'll it, be have to have to be your next one. The Canadian Kevin Durant. You know, because it, it, it really is a dumb thing for a thirty-five. What team did you man. get, Naz? Pacers. Okay. You didn't have a Jazz one. I never got a Jazz one. Okay. I was going to, and then he, you know. Yeah. It gets expensive buying these. Jer- I got I got kids, man. Well, yeah. Now you're gonna have to get a Tyrese one soon. Yeah, I got it. I mean. Maybe Lindell will catch on with the and then team the, next you year. Know, I got George Pacers. I got George Jazz. Jazz. You have a Deontay Thunder. I got Deontay. I do not have a Nader one. So the next, I, I'm gonna have to get Nader and Shayok by the end of the year before they get traded or something. Yeah, you know, or they go somewhere else. You're gonna have to get a THT Lakers. Jeez, these guys are killing me. He checked into a game already this year. I can't too, afford so. this. Well. I can't afford this. What if Wigginton gets in? Well, that's what I just said. I was like, Lindell, like, he could end up with the team next year. He's been balling out for the Iowa Wolves, man. And he's mean to me. Yeah. So, I, I don't know if I... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like... Yeah, yeah, I get it. Yeah. He's it, mean to me, too. It but. started off, like, the, what I was going to do is these guys who I actually have relationships with. And then it was like, well, this is cool. Because I don't, I don't talk to Deontay. No. I talk to Naz and George Dude, if and you Matt went, regularly. If, if you would go to the, the alumni event, Deontay might be one of my favorite people to talk to when they have their alumni. Oh, he's alumni the best. Thing. Dude, that kid, there's nobody that has grow, that grew up more in the since like we first started talking to them to yeah, now no doubt. than Deontay Burton has. And it's so awesome to see. He He's such a cool kid. or I mean, cool guy now. He's, me and him are the same age, I guess. Isn't but. that a little bit, though... Like the Lindell just never really opened himself up to anybody. Yeah, you know. But that's why I'm so happy for Tyrese too. Like yeah. I'm sad for him right now. But when yeah, when Tyrese is in, can I go to the NBA draft? 
in Brooklyn? Yeah, why not? On uh, the company's dime? <laughs> well, we'll see if we can get a sponsor. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, because I want to be there. I want to be there with see, his dad, man. Yeah, that's what I'm Tell saying. Him. I want to see yeah. uh, Tyrese walk across the stage, Ty- see Steve Prohm in the green room at the NBA draft and yeah. see Tyrese Halbert and shake Adam Silver's hand. No, it'd be really cool. Be Adam really, Silver and Tyrese are built pretty similarly. It'd be a really neat, I, I would agree, and John Halliburton is an all-timer, man. Freaking love that guy. Maybe we could get uh, we could get Carl Chevrolet to sponsor my trip to Brooklyn. For Perhaps. Me. I could hop in the Carl Chevrolet truck and drive to... You're not driving that truck to Brooklyn. Brooklyn, New York. We're going to have a strict mileage limit <laughs> on that thing. Uh, th- yeah, but we do want to thank our friends at Carl Chevrolet for being... One of our loyal sponsors here at Cyclone Fanatic. You can check them out online at carlchevrolet.com, carlchevroletstewart.com, and then find them at Exit 90 at The Rock in Ankeny off of I-35, and then just west of the Des Moines Metro over in Stewart. But no, dude, it's going to be it's gonna be crazy. I mean, just think about that. Iowa State has not had a lottery pick in the NBA draft since Marcus Pfizer. Has not had a guy who went to the draft and walked across the stage since Marcus Pfizer. Royce? Did, no, Royce didn't go to the draft, dude. They had an event here. I, oh, yeah, yeah, I yeah. remember seeing that video. But he was a lottery pick, right? I thought he was like 15th. I didn't know. 15th or 16th. Okay, yeah, 14 is the so, lottery. Yeah, okay, so he wasn't a lottery No, pick. no. But I remember that's why he didn't go to the draft was because it was like because of his health stuff. Like there was such like a wide range he didn't where fly. he could potentially go. Yeah. yeah. But no, like Tyrese will be a lottery pick. Yes. I... I asked a couple of people I know in the NBA world. It's actually, before, ironically, before the game where he got hurt on Saturday. There were a bunch of NBA people walking around. Mm-hmm. And they all said, because I asked, I go, what's the worst case scenario here? And they're like, he ain't dropping out. Yeah. They all said that. And they all keep telling me he would have been a first-round pick last year if he would have gone. Yeah. So there you go. There you go. Yeah, no, it'll be it'll be cool. I. If I don't go to Brooklyn, maybe I can go to Chicago. Brooklyn, for the, Brooklyn for the combine. Man, if you get, I don't really want to go to New York City. I don't I wanna, like New York City. I want to go to Brooklyn. I want to go and yeah, I want to do that. Well, we can go find like where Biggie grew up. We can so, investigate. It'd be awesome. Yeah, we can go to like the the streets and stuff, and like go and look around where Biggie was at. I think this and sounds then, like a horrible idea for and, two kids and from Southwest Iowa. Two we guys from Southwest Iowa. And see where the duel, Hammer, Hamilton and Burr. See where that all went down at? Like, this would be a great trip. This would be a great trip. I think I put an idea in your mind. I don't know how I feel about it. Thanks, everybody, for listening to the Cyclone Fanatic Radio Program. We'll be back next week on Des Moines Sports Station. KXNO.